As of today, the year is half gone. Can you believe it's gone by that fast? Wow. Sports Central is on the radio for this last day of June. Sports Central brought to you by Made Productions and Installation and your host, Ryan Buckley. Welcome to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan, Jenna, Mark, and Eric in the studio. Eric, that is quite the fact there. I did not even put this together. We are halfway through the calendar year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> happening. Can't, can't confirm. Yeah, we celebrated Leon last week. It's, it's just in. Yeah. Qu- it is incredible to think that we are. Tomorrow is July 1. I know. That is crazy. It, it is insane to think. Jenna Kidd, welcome back. Thank you. It's been a while. Welcome back to Thank studio. Thank you. I appreciate it. appreciate it. You were off uh, on the opposite coast of the United States of America over in California. <laughs> what was that experience like? Yeah, no, I was in San Diego, traveled a little bit up to LA. Um, it was awesome. It was definitely something that I've never experienced. So I would definitely say if you have a plan or a want to go to California, do it. Y- you have to. Have you ever been to California, Mark? No. No, there you go. So you got one one potential person right there. Perfect. Yeah. What, um, you know, when you got back, you get into the county, what's one thing you're like, man, I am so excited to go here. Or I'm so excited to have this. Was there anything in particular that stood out to you? Yeah, I could not wait till today because I got to go back to work. So Polk County oh, and Sports Marketing. I mean, great stuff I was there. Super, but no, honestly, I missed all of you guys. It's It was wild. So it we was missed nice you. to see you guys. You really missed you. Yeah, yeah. I know it was. It was. It was weird. It was weird not having you there. Yeah. Yeah. It was we weird just you guys saying, not being there. Yeah, it's just an odd thing right. all around. Yeah. I guess it's incredible. Um, Mabe, I know uh, segment sponsor, the whole team over there does an amazing job. Obviously, all sports awards they did just phenomenal, and then uh, potentially using them for the World Water Ski Show here in October. They, whoa, sorry, was that your was that your knee or no? Yep. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> that was my um, knee. Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> uh, but a great sponsor, and they do a lot of great work. Uh, throughout the year. Really happy that we have them on the uh, PCTSM partnership team. With that, guys, let's dive in. Let's talk some sports. Let's, let's get it, it going. Let's, let's get it going. It. Mark, you want to kick us off? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Apps, absolutely. Let's do it. You're going to knock Apps. it out of the park. <laughs> Perfect segue. Speaking of parks, mm-hmm. <laughs> knocking out of the park, mm-hmm. I should say. Uh, Winter Haven's Riley Blackwell pursues his dream of playing college baseball. Um, he's honing his skills this summer with American Legion and AAU teams um, with hopes of continuing his baseball career in college. Um, at 17, Blackwell became a first-time All-Polk County Honorable Mention as a senior, thanks in part to a 444 on base percentage. Uh, currently, he's set to go to Polk State as a student and then try to, to make their team there. So good luck to Riley as he continues uh, his efforts to try and make um, a collegiate baseball team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Best of luck. For a Winter Haven team that made a pretty good run yeah, in definitely. the uh, postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Polk State's not bad either. They're, no, yeah, they had a couple guys. I think they have two or three going to the uh, Cape Cod League, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the in-between of uh, what college players do between uh, their, in the summer uh, before they go to the, either the draft or back to college in the next year, yeah. Learn something new every day. Oh, yeah. Well, and the, you know what? Something new that we've had to adapt to in the college football landscape has been NIL, right? Uh, NIL, the transfer portal uh, that has just absolutely now become almost like a free agency, if you will, <laughs> oh, in major league sports. Yeah. It's insane people bouncing around. Uh, we had, Jenna, you could probably tell us about it, someone from Lakeland who recently made big news with a uh, transfer splash. Yes, so Demarcus Bowman, that is a household name if you're mm-hmm. from Lakeland. Um, he's transferring from Florida to UCF. So UCF added one of Florida High School's um, most prized recruits of the re- of recent memory to its already loaded running back room. Mm. Um, Bowen 
was a consensus five-star recruit who earned Mr. Football Honors in 2019. He spent one season apiece with Clemson and Florida, totaling 23 carries and 113 yards in his, you know, in his collegiate career. Um, he compiled 5,081 yards and 70 touchdowns in a three-year career at Lakeland. So he's gonna come. He's gonna come back a little closer to us. I mean, big stuff going from uh, the SEC and now going to a former national champion, uh, the UCF Golden. Yeah, go nice. I mean, right? Go nice. And a future Big 12 team. Yeah, that's yes. right. Boy, how about big news today, too, with, with uh, college rooms with USC and UCLA? That's pretty big. You were out in California. Did you hear any of that talk while you were out there? Did you get any inside scoop yeah, on that? Yeah, they actually came and consulted me. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, why you yeah. feel out there. As an Ohio State fan, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, no, how do you I feel about less, this? Yeah. And I was like, UCLA, easy. USC might be a little bit challenging. Might be a tougher one, yeah. And, you know, and I was like, that's geographically, this makes sense. We're going to have right. every team on the East Coast yeah, and, you know, kind of— Midwest. Yeah. And then we're going to have you two over here in California. Oh, yeah. It really makes sense. Yeah. Too. Like it the makes... Big 10, a lot of Midwest teams. You know, you got Iowa, uh, Michigan, Ohio. Why not throw in California? Yeah. Right? Really, really help with that rivalry component. Yeah. 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 We should get Hawaii next time. And, you know, speaking of. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. yeah. That would be an interesting one. That's mm-hmm. an interesting recruiting uh, pitch there on the uh, conference side. <laughs> uh, speaking of like realigning conferences and looking at divisions. The ACC kind of making news in 2023 for how they're going to change up a little bit of their scheduling and structure. They're getting rid of the division component. You're going to have three. Did you guys hear about this before I just I keep, did not. I did not. So there's three teams that are going to be your three teams, and then there's a rotation on the opposite teams. So if you're Duke, for example, you're always going to play North Carolina and NC State, but you're not always going to play... Clemson. Yeah, like they might be a rotation team. So it's interesting. So it's really creating rivalry matchups within the conference yeah. that live year over year, and then you rotate the other teams in your conference. So it's not like, yeah, so it's, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that formulates. Yeah, I think it helps too because I think one of the great biggest gripes with the ACC, almost said AAC, yeah. um, but the AAC, the a lot ACC, of acronyms, yeah. yeah, a lot of acronyms, um, is that you're not always playing, the, like the best teams aren't always playing each other every year in the regular season. They only, they mm. only yeah. meet until the uh, conference championship. Yeah, that's exactly so right. So level level things out. Yeah, and again, that's that's not starting this year. That'll start in 2023. So you're still going to have one more year of current format, and then uh, that will take effect. Exciting. Same thing, too, I think, with uh, oh, yeah. with Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, 2024. Absolutely. I think that's 2024. Yeah. 2024. yeah. Big news for Texas, though. they got Arch Manning. Uh, yes. Top, what top a massive I, that yeah. was. You know, and I am happy that he didn't feel like he had to follow his uncle, his uncles, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His uncle's yeah. footsteps, yeah, you know, to go to Ole Miss in Tennessee. So it's nice to see that he's kind of making his own path and choosing his own way. Yeah, because Peyton went to Tennessee, and then uh, Eli Manning went to Ole Miss. But mm-hmm. are you okay? I am okay. I was gonna oh. say something, and something went down the wrong pipe. Oh boy. I am. I am recovered though. I'm back. Perfect. Whew. Yeah, well, and you know what I was going to say to you to add into that with Arch Manning was there's a video of him back in the day, like when he was a kid, wearing a Texas Longhorn shirt saying, I am going to go to Texas. Wow. So this has been something that has been obviously ingrained uh, in the young man for a while now. He's like, these are my top five choices. Really, I know where I'm going, but I'm going to let all of you suffer. Everybody kind of suffer through it. (laughs) And good point, too, right? Because Texas already has a quarterback, Quinn Ayers, right? He went to Ohio State and then transferred to Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Former top overall recruit, too. So he's not scared of competition. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. The dynamic of college football, obviously changing this NIL stuff, is going to continue to create, uh, not necessarily controversy, but continue to create a variety of different impacts when it comes to not just the transfer portal, but on a recruitment side. Uh, it's going to play a massive role. Yeah, Across all sports, not just college football, obviously, for the universities and institutions across the U.S. So that'll be big stuff there. 
Anything else on the college football landscape that we we didn't touch on? Not that I know of. I no, okay. I mean, there's always stuff going on in the college football landscape. A local kid, Dadrian Zipper, Zipper, a rising receiver recruit at Lakeland High, he released his top six list. This oh, week he did. Where he wants to go to school? Yeah. What did, What did that look like? Arkansas State, no, in particular order, just alphabetical. Arkansas State, BYU, Pittsburgh, South Carolina, South Florida, and UCF. What a so kind of all over the place there. Yeah, what an allotment of, of <laughs> yeah. university institutions, locations, size, demographic, I and mean, this is all over the place. Yeah. yeah. And his wow. older brother is actually at Florida right now. Yeah. So you got a sneak peek when his brother was going through this process. And now he gets to go through it himself. Absolutely. Wow. So it'll be interesting to see what that decision looks like. Uh, those, as we mentioned, those six institutions are literally all over the place. And he'll I mean, join a number of players on Lakeland yeah. that are committed to go to a D1 school. And him and Demarcus the Bowman yeah. potentially could both go to UCF. Yeah. yeah Lakeland High really just a pipeline mm-hmm. of uh, talent to the college football scene. Amazing stuff. Well, listen, as we come back on the other side of break, we're going to switch it over to talk about the national updates. Just got an alert. Brunson to the Knicks. Pretty much done deal. Who saw that coming? Good job, Buckley. Who saw that coming? <laughs> talk about my woes with the Knicks and some local sports as well when we come back to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central. That's what you got right now. Sports Central brought to you by Staybridge Suites. In the chairs this afternoon in Talking Sports, Jenna Kidd, Mark McCollum, and Ryan Buckley. Uh, Thank you, Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio in 96.7. Full House, Ryan, Jenna, and Mark. Guys, been a busy, busy week as we prepare for 4th of July this week. You guys got any 4th of July plans? I'm going to the beach. Going to the beach. Mm -hmm. I think I might go to that uh, the fireworks show downtown like on Sunday night. Oh, are yeah. you referring to Red, White, and Kaboom? I certainly am. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you know, in the, in Winter Haven on Saturday, I uh, don't know if you guys know this, this is the 100-year celebration of the sport of water ski. Really? Have you guys been aware of this? I did not know. Yep. Tell me it, more. Breaking news. Not a lot of people knew about <laughs> this. But the 100-year celebration of the sport of water ski taking place this year, culminating with the World Water Ski Show Tournament, October uh, 18th through the 23rd. I can basically say this in my sleep at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you have. Yes, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I, yes, I have. Uh, really excited for the event to come into town. And with the 100-year celebration, the birthday of the sport of water ski, turning 100. Uh, so very, you know, very delicate. We're going to try and be quiet. Get up there as we happy birthday. Yeah. You know, for July 2nd, uh, we will have with the city of Winter Haven, Cypress Gardens water ski team, a celebration at the city, but more importantly, it's also a dedication to Martin Luther King Jr. Park, uh, the official dedication to the park. It looks absolutely gorgeous. It was yeah. just out there yesterday. Mm-hmm. Impeccable. I mean, great job by all parties that were involved there in making that park look absolutely spectacular. Oh, so, yeah, and there'll be a fireworks show that will accompany that as well. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it'll be a lot of fun. My So one of my dogs does not like loud noises, so I have oh, to be home yeah. because she will freak out. So. It's never a. It's tough with that, right? Like mm-hmm. usually. So my my one dog does fine. The other dog usually he does fine, but lately he's you know a little yeah. skittish. Yeah. So we're gonna have is. to play. Yeah, we're gonna have to play this one out. Yeah. We'll see. How now? How do you do with fireworks? Are you fine with them? I'm okay. A little scared at first, but then just. And then you just realize kind of like, oh, that's a firework, it, yeah. and it's yeah. okay. Do you Perfect. do well with fireworks? Yeah. No, I love them. They're I, awesome. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I always think of Sandlot. That maybe the. Sandlot. Are you thinking of the movie The Sandlot? Yeah. With that, that scene where they're playing baseball. Where they're playing baseball. And, yeah. yeah. I, 
I always think about when, uh, never mind, I'm not going to say it. I'll say it after. I'll say it next week. I'm oh, not okay. jinx anything. Oh, boy. Little, wow. Little, little teaser there. Sit yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. A little cliffhanger. Hang yeah. in there. No, well, now you're going to have to remind me to say it next week because I forget. But we'll see. Okay. <laughs> well, the Rays will be celebrating the 4th of July weekend, actually north of the border on this one. They're going to be in Toronto. I, who in the office was saying the Blue Jays are doing something for the 4th of July? No, it was it was Zim talking Zim about was, him yeah. in, in uh, Ireland. That's what it was. 4th of July celebration over there. No, no. Someone mentioned they were doing something for the Blue Jays game. I have no idea no. what you're talking about. That's incredible. All right. Well, we'll just skip over that. But obviously the Rays <laughs> heading up to Toronto. Rare five-game series in Toronto that will start tonight at 7.07 p.m. on the dots. Tyler's excited. Very excited. He actually told me not to include a raise update because I just lost two straight to Milwaukee. Ooh. I, so you did anyway. Yeah, and then you put that in. Then you just yeah. zing that one in there. Yep. Uh, really rough. I am the ultimate really jinx rough. factory, by the way, Jenny. You missed this. The raise in the bottom of the ninth. This was uh, the, not yesterday's game. Or was it yesterday's game? I was trying to think what yeah. game it was. It yeah, was yesterday's game. Um, bottom of the ninth. They get the first two runners on with nobody out. Go ahead, run at the plate. Game winning run at the plate, and I'm like, Tyler, they are going to win this game. <laughs> Three straight outs. <laughs> I, I, Tyler, Tyler just left. Yeah, he's uh, like, why am I still sitting here? No, why am I right, listening right. to this goon who's telling me that yeah. the team is going to win? Also, the Lightning hockey season is over. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. hockey season is over. Kind of seems like a while ago, but it, yeah, since our last show. Yeah, it's an un- unfortunate end to the season for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, a lot of injuries that they carried into this battle, though. A lot of people who are literally limping. It's not an expression at this point. They are actually limping into the offseason. Uh, and boy, do they have a decision with Andre Pallott and what's going to happen there. Mm. That was a key component. Really of that impressive, team. though, for him to win game five on the road in Colorado. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of momentum there in Colorado. Um, crazy to think that, just to show you the the toughness that takes place in this sport, I, I can't wrap my mind around sometimes. Um, Andre Burkowski, who missed the last four games, was going to try and play Game 7 if necessary. Obviously, there was an asterisk next to that one. Don't need to worry about that anymore. But at the time, he was getting ready to go. He had a broken ankle and a broken thumb in four different places. And he was going to get ready to play Game 7. Val Ntushkin uh, basically played with a broken leg. It was absolutely insane. How, how big is his thumb to be broken in four different places? We talked about this <clears throat> on Tuesday morning. I, I don't understand. Eric, I don't know if you have like a background in this or, or have any uh, insight into this. How do you break a thumb in four different locations? Do very, you have any? Very, very, very deliberately. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that seems like something that's probably. It's purpose. And like to put it back together, it's got to be just an absolute anomaly. Yeah. Four different. But I didn't know you could break your thumb if in four different places. If only there were places. people for that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we got we to gotta research that. Who would you go to Who for that? Who fixes a broken thumb? <laughs> in four different spots. You have to go see four different people? Maybe that's a good question. You are I've you are bemused over there. I've never seen a face what, like that. What say? is the matter? Bemused, bemused. yeah. What? Befuddled. Like, like a Speechless. broken ankle, <laughs> a broken ankle, and a broken thumb, and a broken leg. Well, they're playing. Well, here's like, what happened. So they said with uh, the, Val Natushkin again, Colorado. And by the way, the the only reason I'm saying this because these are confirmed stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa has just got to have an absolute arsenal of people who were hurt. We just haven't heard what that full injury report is yet. Uh, Natushkin walked into Game Six in a walking boot, limped in a walking boot. Needed help getting his skate on. They said it took about 20 to 25 minutes for him to finally get comfort in the boot, oh tied up. But ironically, uh, one of the uh, analysts that was reporting the game said, you know, once you're in the boot, you're fine. 
like your ankle's in place, your foot is held, you're good. It's just if you take up a, a puck going 80 miles an hour off your, that, it's not going to feel good. That sounds so bad. And right away you think of that guy, uh, Chernak, with oh, the lightning yeah. right off. And Chernak, he, I mean, that man, I think, blocked more shots than he actually took. <laughs> I think uh, yeah. he blocked more shots than he actually was able to take. Um, and it's just incredible. So, yeah, a lot of tenacity, a lot of toughness that's in that game. But wait till you see this injury report that comes out. It is going to be brutal. I, just, I still don't understand. I don't think I ever will. But... It's okay. No, it's okay. not. It's all for the cup, right? They do it all, all for the, the cup. cup. Which, by the way, then they f- and they dented fell, it. And he dented they it. They dented it about 15 minutes into celebration. And is Tampa still doing a boat parade? I heard that today. If that is the case, I mean, pack up and go. You cannot do <laughs> oh a boat parade gosh. for second place. Why would they do a boat parade? Thank you. You can't do a boat parade for second place. Get ask Tyler. That's silly. He knows. That's silly. Can't can't absolutely do it. Uh, we have to get Tyler Cruz on the line to figure out if this is Honestly, true or if this yes. is not. Tyler, if you're listening, call in for segment four. Uh, when we come back, speaking of call in, what a segue this is going to be. Speaking of call in, when we come back, Brandon Richardson, City of Winter Haven, he'll call in. Tell us about the Be Rich program, some other great community initiatives he has coming up. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here on Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Let's get back to it. More of Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Inside Edge. And your host, yeah, he's Ryan Buckley. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan, Mark, and Jenna, and we are, and Eric, and we are very happy uh, to be joined by Mr. Brandon Richard over at the city of Winter Haven. Brandon, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Listen, it's been, I'd say, what, a little over a month since the last time we all met, got together, yeah. talk a little bit about the programming that you have. Give us an idea about uh, the Be Rich Project. Kind of walk us through what is the Be Rich Project? How did it get started? How are you overseeing it? What are kind of next steps? Give us the whole 30,000-foot view. Oh, man. Again, I want to say thanks again for uh, just a little bit of airtime to share. Um, I mean, the Be Rich Project is simple. We have a, a simple mission and that's to encourage players um, to make plans to be more than just an athlete. And so that stemmed from a lot of personal experience I had on my quest as a youngster, uh, grew up, had aspirations of being an NBA star um, in high school, suffered major injuries. And so I uh, never got a chance to obtain that big-time D1 scholarship that I dreamed of, um, yet was fortunate to have decent grades um, through Florida Bright Futures, and that's how I got my, my chance to go on to college. Um, of course, there, the dream didn't die. And so um, as a true competitor, you know, you, you keep going at it. So what do you do? You, you try to walk on, right? Um, try to walk on. Again, suffered some knee injuries. And um, it's the rest from the, the, the sport dream was history. Um, yet what I learned through that process was that, you know, I had all these skills and, and other abilities that I wasn't looking to um, expand on. And, and those were the ones that really brought me the most satisfaction. So, um, found a way to put that into a program and try to help other young people understand that even if you don't make it as a professional athlete, you can still be happy and um, still have a great life if you give yourself that chance. No, definitely. So obviously this is an, an awesome initiative and an awesome program. Um, so what kind of age range do you shoot for, for, you know, for, to come in and kind of learn and go through these steps? Uh, right now we, we aim for middle school to high schoolers. Um, that's kind of our target group. Um, as you can imagine, um, all of us were, were, you know, that age at one point in time. And so you're really starting to try to come into your own and as a middle schooler. You, you think you start to think you can figure some things out, um, yet you're still young enough to really 
um, set yourself on a good path. And very often, um, middle school age is where you set your path for high school. And so if we can kind of help address some of the ideas or, or misconceptions there, um, we hope to set those young uh, players on a better trajectory as they move into high school and then um, if they so choose on to college or, or other levels. Brandon, thanks again so much for your time. Uh, walk us through kind of the day-to-day or the what the day looks like. Um, different new we met over like a month ago. Uh, there were different sessions, different activities for, the, for these campers and athletes to do. Uh, just give us a glimpse of what that looks like. Well, we, we try to um, break up um, the the journey into sections. And so we, we try to look at um, what are some things that you need to know right away um, and what impacts you right away. So that's understanding what, what allows you to be eligible. So we have some, some workshops and some sessions that address that. And then we move into um, – hey, if, if you are able to sign a deal, you know, what do you do next? Uh, what do you do with all this newfound um, fame and fortune? How do you handle that socially? How do you handle that emotionally? How do you handle that financially? Um, and then we move on into some another sector of it all to say, okay, you, you're, you're of age and, and you've been doing whatever you're doing for a while now. Um, have you made plans for yourself uh, once you stop playing? And so... Again, that, that timetable is different for everyone. Um, it'll be at different levels. You know, everybody won't, won't play at a collegiate level or everybody may not play at a professional level. Um, yet, if you do, um, you still have an idea about how to manage yourself um, as you, you take your journey. So we, we make some approaches along those lines, man, to give them a full idea about what it's like um, as they, again, if they chase their dreams. Yeah, so Brandon, I know that you um, were a basketball player. So is this program just for basketball, or is it kind of opening up to other sports as well? That's a great question. No, it, it is for all sports. You know, um, I, I know you all are all athletes, um, and so you start to recognize that there's a paradigm, there's like a, a foundational approach that each sport encompasses. And so, again, the, from the mentality and the approach of it all, is for, for anyone who has that competitive spirit, and um, has a passion um, for some kind of athletic outlet. So to answer your question directly, no, it's not just for, for those who have an interest in basketball. It's for all sports. Awesome, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, Brandon, amazing programming that you have set up in a really way that these kids obviously not only can take the, the skills from the sport but also the life skills with them and carry that with them into the future at such a pivotal age you know, for these individuals. How do you also get the families involved, you know, and on top of this being just something for, you know, the student, the kid that is going through this camp, how do you get the families educated and what, what components do you put in, you know, to make sure this is not just, uh, you know, something that's a takeaway for uh, the child, but also for the, uh, you know, the family that's involved? Yeah, well, exactly. You know, and, you know, kids don't um, come from cabbage patches, you know, so they, they come mm-hmm. from real people. And so um, we, we like to incorporate their support, systems with what we do um, very much a lot of, of my success it came from my support system and they were there all along um, encouraging me to be more than just that athlete and so uh, what we try and do is incorporate sessions um, encourage the parents to be a part of the sessions with with their their students um, for the my up and coming event we have a designated session I've entitled it pushing peace um, after the uh, uh, more recently uh, released um, song, 
but it's designated towards parents to to give them some um, true insight from real families who have, in essence, helped their their children on this student athlete process. Um, and so we give them support, um, advice, things to look for, you know, ways of encouraging their their young people as they um, you know, again, as they chase that dream of, of sports stardom. I mean, that's awesome, Brandon. So really, again, just encapsulating everybody being able to take part of this journey, if you will, that they're going to go through, not just in this camp, but also take with them for the rest of their life. Brandon, on top of, um, you know, we'd love to know how, obviously, families and, and parents can know how to get involved, but how does a community, you know, and resources, you know, how can anybody get involved if they want to take part in this type of programming? Oh, man, reach out. Um, um, so I have a website, um, www.d berichproject.com um, email as well uh, brichard at the berichproject.com um, I'm easily accessible there uh, social media as well um, just I'm, I'm certainly looking for uh, more of a connection with the community and those who are interested in helping um, not just young people, people but families um, find multiple avenues and ways of being successful so I'm open to collaborations and, and, and involvement for sure listen brandon we really appreciate it appreciate you coming on here taking time out of your day program has done amazing you've consistently grown attendance and uh, people who are attending the camps i have we have no doubt here at this table that's going to continue to happen you're doing an amazing thing not only just for uh, the sports that they are interested in but also passion uh and extending it beyond you know what's bigger than the sport it's it's their life and so we appreciate all the work you're doing in the community so thank you for your time and for joining us on the show Thank you. Thank you all again. All right. We will talk soon, my friend. Amazing stuff that he has going on over there in Winter Haven. Absolutely. Really cool project, too. I mean, it is awesome. Yeah, it's something that I definitely have never heard of before. Um, Growing up in sports is something like that. So it's really, really cool because, you know, once you, like he says, once you get that check, you lose all sense. You're like, I just money. So it's kind of a good way and kind of a good way for parents also to be there to support and not, you know, push the child into something that they might not want to do. So I think it's a really And for them to get a glimpse too, what a day as a pro could look like. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. If they sign the contract, yeah. Absolutely. And somewhere, yeah, it does put it all in perspective, all the different touch points that you have to deal with, you know, that come along with, uh, you know, continuing in your sport and how it is bigger than sport, right? It's life and the injuries are a part of it. And there's a lot of other things that can cut short uh, the expectancy you have within a particular discipline. So It's also cool that project showing um, young athletes different, jobs in the sports industry oh, yeah. other than just being a pro athlete because mm-hmm. well, I, when I was that age I had no idea there were so many different avenues you could go working right. in sports uh, but there really are a lot and you don't really realize that so you um, have that experience have that exposure to it it's a very good point by Mark McCollum it is that's probably a good good way to end the segment that's a good note to end on Mark wow. thank you for that well, thank, thank you, you for that, that valid point that you brought up and your, your thank perspective you for on that thanking me Oh, absolutely. We're a very, uh, very accommodating show. When we come back, this next side of the commercial break, we'll talk local update, give you some uh, college as well as some soccer. Still some soccer going on as we lead into the World Cup. Don't go anywhere right here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Right now, let's do some sports. Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by the Hilton Garden Inn of Lakeland. Jenna, Mark, Brian, let's do it. Eric. You're right. Let's do it. Ryan. (laughs) Ryan. Jenna. 
Welcome Let's to go. Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Eric, another fantastic job with the music. For yeah, this I'm program. pretty fired up. I mean, I yeah. might, might run through a wall before the end of the program today. Uh, Jenna, I believe you. Oh, I got Eric with that one. I see him laughing through the window. Uh, Jenna, you had uh, something you wanted to kick off segment four with, and I am more than happy. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know what the, we don't know what this could be. Yeah, we have no idea. So first, it's going to be a statement, and then it's going to be followed okay. up with the question. Or the question, okay. Yep. So it says, "Never forget when the Warriors were willing to trade Steph to True. the Bucks." Oh, sorry. For Andrew Bogut, I'm guessing. In oh, Andrew Bogut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In 2012, the Bucks declined due to ankle concerns with Curry. So. Imagine what the league would be. So, like, what would you imagine the league would be if he went to the Bucks and the Warriors let him go? Oh, I don't know. That would have been. So I'm trying to think of the. Is Bucks it when they were drafting time. him, or he would have been traded? He would have been traded, but they declined due to his ankle concerns. Wow. The Bucks was did. this before or after they drafted Giannis? Yeah. Because that would be insane. It was in 2012. I don't know when Giannis oh, it had was... to be. It's before Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. So he probably wouldn't have been in a position to get Giannis. No, it would. It would have totally altered the makeup of yeah. that team. Yeah. Where you, you think Giannis would have still come to America and play? Oh, oh yeah, 100. So. Yeah, 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 he just not, it would have been, been on some team, other yeah. team. Yeah. But imagine now, like, look at that shift, and imagine how oh, different the, shift. the league would be. Yeah. Well, the thing is, right, the way that Golden State drafted and also just made absolutely brilliant executive moves to get the core group that they have, and mm-hmm. they've had the past eight years. If you really think about it, I mean. Absolutely incredible. So, I don't know. It's kind of interesting, I guess, to think about that in terms of if that trade would have went through, what the makeup would have looked like, right? Yeah. So, Yeah, that's my thought. That's where my mind goes, on the development of both those players, right? Does Steph Curry look differently now if he's on Milwaukee? Or does Giannis look the same way he does now if he's on some other team wherever he goes? And style yeah. of coaching, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, system fit, it's just that. A, yeah, it's a, I mean, that's, a, that's a very good question. Though. Good question. I, thank question. you. Pure, I yeah, saw, I mean, I, it was actually on Instagram, I saw kind of the, you know, statement, and I was like, wow, you know, it would be really, really different. Yeah. So I wanted to get your guys' Yeah, those what-ifs always really kind of make you think. It, it, mm-hmm. So it's also true, like, if you took Curry out of the current Golden State, which oh, has right. happened before, right? He's been injured, and he's yeah. missed, missed almost a full year, basically. Has you not take been him, good. No, you take him out, look what happens. I mean, it literally is They got the first out. overall pick that year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and did they need it? I mean, it's just incredible to think of what one player can do to a lineup. And in a lineup that's stacked, you know, most years, they have three or four pretty good players and a decent bench that usually comes well, all out All those scenarios, like the Kings, they have become known as one of the worst drafting teams in yeah. history. All the players they missed, I think they took every year a superstar is drafted. They take someone else take someone right after. before. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Before you're yeah. right, the, the pick goes right yeah. after. Oh, you're hundred. Like they missed right. out on Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's incredible to think about when you look back on some of those decisions they make. It's like that. It's just bewildering. Yeah. How that person was still on the board. Also, sometimes you're doing a crystal ball. You're doing hindsight being 2020. And you're yeah. Like, look at where this guy know. is now. I mean, how did that? You, you never know. know. Yeah. Sometimes it's tough at the time. But there's a common thread there. Okay. Yeah. It's like Taylor, <laughs> it's like Jalen, it's like taking Jalen Rager, you know, before another top prospect that lands. What, with team, the would do Vikings. what team would do I that? I have no idea who would do that. Switching topics so we don't have to continue that conversation. Lakeland United, uh, soccer team, they are just maneuvering through the postseason right yeah, now. In their first year. In their first year, uh, they are absolutely on the move right now. Jenny, you want to fill us in what happened on the playoff round over the weekend? Yeah. So backup goalkeeper Zach Coppin. Uh, got his chance to come off the bench in the Lakeland United's biggest game of the season, and he did not disappoint. So former Ridge Community High School goalkeeper, which is awesome, local guy. Love, very um, local his guy. Opportunity, very local. Uh, was in starting goalie when Junior... Junior Souza. Souza. Souza, yeah. yes, there we go. Received a red card after he came out of the box and made a last-man tackle. 
Ooh, that's not Makes you think if he would have made that play if he was a senior, Souza. Get out of here. He helped the first year bring <laughs> Bridge Program hang on to a 2-0 Florida West semifinal playoff win with a five-save per, uh, performance. Lakeland 4-2-4. and We'll next play the St. Petersburg FC Aztecs, who are currently 5-2-3, and on Saturday in St. Petersburg. Um, they previously played to a 1-1 tie in the regular season. The United um, both got both of their goals in the first half. Um, so that's exciting. So we'll see really how that goes. Really impressive for Lakeland United, though. Their first season. Mm-hmm. Making it this far in the playoffs. Yeah, and they're kind of that, um, like they were saying, like that bridge program. So it's supposed to be kind of like right out of high school. It's, kind, yeah. it's supposed to be that development before yeah. you move on to either college or pros or whatever, you know, comes next. But it's really cool and a yeah. really cool concept. Yeah, for athletes who are from overseas, who may mm-hmm. not have connections or ties to the states to get in front of colleges. Yep. I think it's able to go to college that way, yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. Lakeland <laughs> Flying Tigers. Uh, visiting Clearwater this week, won three straight, including last night's 3-1 win. Pitching staff led them with a win. Garrett Byrne, Willie Ander Moreno, and Michael Bienlin combining for nine innings pitched, only gave up six hits, striking out eight. Tigers return home next week, play on Monday, July 4th. Big July 4th celebration out there at Tiger Town. Go to the ballpark, enjoy baseball, and they're going to have a fireworks extravaganza as well while you're out there. So that should be a lot of fun for the whole Huge family. too, because usually in the minor league baseball, they have Mondays off. Yeah, so they switch this whole week up. They've had Mother's Day, Father's Day, and July Fourth. I mean, so a really good schedule year for the Flying Tigers. Yeah. We hope for for the team's sake that that works in the next season. Only only got a, a couple couple shout outs we could do here for events on the local side. Uh, USFA Stars and Stripes Softball Association playing at Bartow July second through third. We got perfect game in town this week and uh, next week with the National Org Challenge. Uh, that's going on a perfect game. YBOA Girls Nationals Youth Basketball of America over at the Advent Health Fieldhouse as well, July 15th through the 17th. Listen, per usual, I mean, there is just not enough time to run through all these massive events that are coming into the county, where they're at, where they're located, how many people are going to be there. But if you need to know that information, fear not. CentralFloridaSports.com is your source. Also, be sure to check out BusinessCentralFlorida.org. If you have particular questions on events, Ray Lynn is the encyclopedia, the go-to for all this information. She knows so many events. Uh, it's insane. Yeah. You call up 863-551-4750. Hey, is Ray Lynn there? I need to know about an event. Bam, you're going to get your answer. Mark, Jenna, Ryan, Eric in the studio. Thank you for listening to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7.